With so much chaos and danger in the world these days, isn't it time you stocked up on emergency food? You're going to need it. So now is the time to get it before it's too late. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart and the grid goes down and you have to fend for yourself. To see all the gear you get, go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. That way, everybody in your family can be well-prepared. This offer won't last forever, so don't delay. Check this off your list and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and enjoy free shipping, too. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com video on your screen now shows uh, that the train appeared to be on fire. This is interesting. 20 miles before it reached the site where it actually went off the tracks, derailed. Now, the footage uh, on your screen is captured by a security camera at an equipment plant uh, in Salem, Ohio. Yeah, so the video that you're seeing is from Butech Bliss. And as you mentioned, it's an industrial equipment facility. Um, you're seeing those sparks on a portion of the train. And as you mentioned, where this facility, where this video was shot, is about 20 miles from East Palestine, where that derailment happened, right? So the camera, when the train is passing that camera, when the footage was captured, this was around 8.12 that evening. The derailment happened, as I mentioned, 20 miles later at around 8.55. So this brings up the question of, okay, when was the crew on board made aware that there was an issue? So this brings up the issue of the detectors, which are alongside the tracks. And these detectors are in place so that the crew on board knows if there is something that is malfunctioning, if there is something that they need to be aware of, because if they're aware of that, it's to help them avoid situations exactly like the one that we are talking about here. Now, I spoke to a retired Norfolk Southern um, railroad engineer, and he was saying that these detectors are placed about every 20 miles. So we're right in that zone where we're questioning, okay, where was the detector? When was the crew alerted to an issue? We do know that the crew did get an alert. So anytime there is an issue on the tracks, that crew is alerted. Those detectors alert the crew on board. And when there is an alert, they do need to stop the train, in some cases, immediately. Now, what this retired Norfolk Southern um, engineer was saying is that basically, they were looking at, in this video, what could be considered a hot wheel. These detectors can detect if there is some sort of difference in temperature, right? So he believes that if the detector was in the area where we're seeing that hot wheel, the crew should have been notified right away. The question is, if it was hot enough at the time when it went over the detector to notify them in time, or if they had already gone over that detector in, say, Salem, the Salem area, um, before that wheel started to spark and get hot. Like I said, we do know that there was an alert that was passed on to the crew. But again, it comes down to the question of where that detector was, how quickly they were able to get that message, and then ultimately stop that train. So those are the questions that are coming up now. In the movie Knowing, the news reported a major oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Tonight in the Gulf of Mexico. 
oil rig triggered a fire which burned for three hours before it was extinguished. Officials don't yet know the exact cause of the explosion, but believe a malfunction in the cooling system may have been at fault. Due to the prompt response of the rescue unit, the structure was evacuated with no loss of life. A year later, the Deepwater Horizon exploded. Six months before 9-11, a lone gunman episode showed us the World Trade Center being targeted by a hijacked passenger plane. Corner of Liberty in Washington, lower Manhattan. World Trade Center. I'm going to crash the plane into the World Trade Center. And last year's film, White Noise, was about a train wreck that poisons a small town in Ohio. This is the very same story now playing out in real life. Within a year of White Noise's release, the actual event occurs in real life, in Ohio, in Texas, and in Michigan. This is known as predictive programming, and its purpose is to psychologically trick the minds of the masses into accepting major traumatic events that would otherwise be resisted. In the book, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Michael Hoffman describes a mind control technique known as the revelation of the method. And he writes that when the revelation of the method is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words, and elicits no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the target, it is one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. Sarah Elkhaldi of the Alchemist YouTube channel does an excellent job of explaining all this. According to Elkhaldi, there is a law of nature in this universe that compels the dark occult to first gain our consent before trespassing against us, because they believe this protects them from the natural laws of cause and effect. They offered, and we accepted, so it's all fair. A lack of response to an action is often taken as an approval of that action. And there is an old Latin proverb that says, he who is silent when he ought to have spoken and was able to, is taken to agree. Silence is considered by many to be a form of consent. And so it is through a veiled performance of the revelation of the method technique that these dark occultists believe they are gaining our consent, what we know as predictive programming. With predictive programming, the minds of the masses are impregnated with visuals of a major event before it happens. This is done through all forms of media and can be very subtle so that nobody notices. But the subconscious mind notices everything and can easily be programmed through repetition. And so these controllers repeat whatever it is that they want us to accept as reality. Because these images are delivered to us through entertainment, they elicit no meaningful response of opposition or resistance. And so we accept them subconsciously. And when the event happens in real life, it is already familiar and acceptable to us, as if that's just the way it is. 
It's a mind trick, and it works by keeping everyone locked in a spectator state. This causes what is known as paradigm blindness, which is when a person is incapable of seeing any reality other than what they've already been exposed to by the media. This paradigm blindness will cause a person to get emotionally triggered whenever confronted with an alternative point of view that they have not been programmed to accept. It's a very powerful mind trick, and the solution is quite simple. We need to stop living as spectators of someone else's reality. We need to start creating our own reality, and we need to remember how to say no, because they offer it to us, and we accept it. Hi, Steve here. I've come to realize over the years that I've been on this earth that there are really no coincidences. I also realize that none of us will live forever in these bodies on this earth, despite what the transhumanists want you to believe. And I've also come to understand that Satan imitates everything God does because you probably realize that imitation is the highest form of flattery. How do I know that? Because the prophet Isaiah said so, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. That's what Lucifer said. Well, he never will be like the most high, but in the meantime, he will continue to imitate and counterfeit as he copies God Almighty. God has chosen to warn his people and tell his people about the future and future events. So Satan does the same thing, believing that it gives him a godlike quality as he warns us in the world of what he's going to do next. Satan's minions carried out event 201 in New York City, the planning of the pandemic. And what followed the plan? The COVID psyop of convincing the world that unless they took a DNA-changing poison jab, they would all die. And now, the most recent warning was through the medium they use so often, movies. The movie White Noise on Netflix came out last year, and then the actual planned event. Not just the same exact event in the movie, but in the same exact town of the movie. If I went through the list of all the predictive programming you've seen in the movies and then described all of the actual events that follow their scripts, this video could be two hours long at least. The point I'm making is that they're clearly telling us, if you're paying attention, what they're going to do next and they don't even try to hide it anymore. Bill Gates' focus is the depopulation. And if that means buying all the farmland, creating fake meat and other products for you to buy, while at the same time investing heavily in the very pharmaceutical companies that are creating the poisons they want to inject into your body, he's accomplished his goal. George Soros is in charge of all misinformation and disinformation and the censoring of all truth and facts about what they're doing, while at the same time funding more groups like Antifa and promoting more lawlessness throughout the world. Chinese spy balloons consistently flying over the U.S. as green lasers from Chinese satellites are spotted over Hawaii. Food production facilities up in flames, egg production sabotaged, fuel pipelines causing statewide emergencies, power grids attacked. All of these multiplying and alarming occurrences consistently relegated to independent reporting. Boy, next they'll be coming for the water. Oh wait, they are. Less than a month into the Biden administration was also a highly sophisticated attack on the water supply outside Tampa. 
Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Galtieri says a water treatment plant operator first noticed the remote access hack. The bad actor increased the amount of sodium hydroxide or lye in the water supply from 100 parts per million to more than 11,000. This type of activity and this type of hacking of critical infrastructure is not necessarily limited to just water supply systems. It can be anything. Oh, uh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment five miles away. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. More than 250 trains have derailed in just the last decade. Half of those contained hazardous waste. Two more train derailments were just added to the pile in Texas and South Carolina. Ten days prior, the controlled burn of vinyl chloride in East Palestine, Ohio, contains the foul stench of the corporocratic disregard for human life at the very least. Vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air. This is their success. That ain't no storm cloud. That's the from East Palestine. Lobbyists have successfully seen to it that their trains and an emergency electronic controlled pneumatic brake system carrying the chemicals don't face federal regulations. Organized pandemics, cultural jackbooting, unyielding and increasing scarcity of food, water, and energy, weather manipulation, and airborne toxic events make for the perfect storm when subjected to an impending EMP event that would easily drive the masses and imprison those that objected into the detainment camps built under the guise of illegal immigration and documented in the 2010 Army publication 3-39.40. That's right. Humans can actually cause earthquakes. All it takes in most areas is a little extra push, a little extra stress introduced in the right way on pre-existing faults and fractures to cause small earthquakes. U.S. Secretary of Defense William S. Cohen said on the 28th of April, 1997, at the Conference on Terrorism, Weapons of Mass Destruction at U.S. Strategy University of Georgia, while discussing the dangers of false threats, this is a quote, others are engaging even in an ecotype of terrorism, whereby they can alter the climate, set off earthquakes, volcanoes remotely, through the use of electromagnetic waves. And who is the leader in that? The U.S. and Russia. And completion of tests in the months ahead of these new super weapons long advertised by the Kremlin head, Russian President Vladimir Putin, but often thought by US officials to simply be too terrifying to ever be possible. As a soft and silent war creeps among the heartland under the compromised foreign oversight of the Biden New World Order doctrine. 
had someone leave me this message in the comments, and I assume it was a believer. And he said, Steve, can you please stop the name calling, including other believers who don't think like you? There was a time even you were in the dark until you had your Jesus moment. Instead of calling people names, maybe you or we should pray for them to get their Jesus moment too before it's too late. Time is short. First off, I'm not name calling anybody, but I am calling people to wake up. And I'm talking to people who have had their Jesus moment, as he says, a long time ago and yet still are not awake. The person that wrote this to me is correct though that the time is short. So my question to you who left the comment, what are you doing to reach people and tell them the truth? How many people in your family or in your circle of friends took the mRNA poison jab because you wouldn't say anything? Please don't get triggered again, but I must say, there are really only two basic groups of people in this world. Those who know Christ and walk in the obedience of faith in Christ, and those who are lost, carnal, and nominal believers, having a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Instead of spending your time leaving a comment, chastising me for what you believe was name-calling, why not share the truth with the people who need to call on the only name under heaven by which we must be saved. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I invite you to humble yourself and turn from living life for yourself and for sin and turn to Christ. I leave a link in the description box below. Go down there and click on that link if you'd like to pray this simple prayer to receive Christ as your Lord and your Savior. And if you mean it, you will be born again. Think about it.